What's going on? This is Sam from Asking Alexandria. I just want to give a huge shout out to Eddie Monster. Thank you so much for all your support. Um, I was told you're a huge fan. So yeah, that's that means the world to us. Thank you so much. And uh, everyone who's watching this, go and check out his podcast, Pedal to the Metal Radio. It's the one-stop place for everything rock and metal news related. Uh, new episodes every Sunday, so make sure you tune in. Uh, I know I will be. Thanks a lot, Eddie. Appreciate you. And see you down the road. Yo, what up, everybody? This is Mark from Suicide Silence. Brian Fair from Shadows Fall. Gary Hall from Exodus and recently retired from Slayer. And Chris from Bad Wolves. This is Joe from Briar Rose. Tyler Burgess here. And I'll hey, this is Charlie with Anthrax. I just want to give a shout out to Pedal to the Metal Radio podcast. Uh, the thing about it is, you know, your, your rock news, your metal news, uh, unsigned band. Uh, with new episodes dropping every Sunday, make sure you tune in. Keep rocking with Pedal to the Metal. Check it out now, you motherfuckers! All right, welcome everybody to the 20th episode of Pedal to the Metal. I want to thank Sam from Asking Alexandria for that amazing, amazing shout-out. I appreciate it a lot. Love Asking Alexandria. Such an amazing band. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, this is the 20th episode. And yeah, it's coming a little late, but you know, circumstances happen, but we're getting it here, but we're doing something different for the 20th episode. This is the 20th episode, people. It doesn't get any better than that. And we've got a very, very different show. There's not going to be any real rock and metal news. We're going to save that for the next episode, which hopefully will come to you on Sunday. But for right now... We're going to dig into my treasure chest of past interviews that I've done, whether it was for my music video show that I did for my local public access channel called The Monster Hour, and maybe something thrown in there from my days at Bridgewater State University's uh, WBIM 91.5 FM in Bridgewater, Mass., maybe an interview from that. But anyways, we're going to dig deep into some of these interviews. They're painful a little bit, but I was I was very green, very green and almost no experience. Uh, but anyways, let's get into the social media side of things. If you want to follow the show, go to Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Eddie's Pedal to the Metal Radio Show there. If you're an unsigned band or a signed band, we do both. You can message me there and I will reply and I will play your band. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at twitter dot, at twitter.com forward slash eddiemonster82. Uh, go to instagram.com forward slash pedal to the metal radio show. And last but not least, the blog page, pedal to the metal radio show dot blogspot dot com. That is the place that is going to have all the links, whether you listen to your podcasts on Apple where they listen to them on Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Breaker, Anchor, whatever it may be, wherever your podcast needs are, that is the place that's going to have all the links to all the shows. So again, pedal to the metal radio show.blogspot.com. Don't forget it. Uh, we're going to do things a little differently. And like I said, we're, we're, we're going to have an interview, a bunch of them, right? We've got I Set to Kill. We've got Suicide Silence. We've got Dillinger Escape Plan. We've got more and more and more on this episode. These are all old interviews, by the way. So I apologize if some of the material is a little outdated. 
I would love to interview every single one of these bands once again, let me tell you. Uh, But we're still going to have the unsigned band of the week. So before we get into those treasure chests of interviews, let's get into the unsigned band of the week. And this week, we have a band who contacted me via email. Now, this is a way also you can do it. Pedal to the Metal Radio Show at gmail.com is also the place you can go and you can uh, send me a request. You know what I mean? Be like, hey, can you check out my band? You know, uh, I'd love to have a plate on your show, whether you're unsigned or signed. Again, unsigned or signed. We have a segment called Bands You Should Know. That's for signed acts. And unsigned band of the week is for the unsigned band. So again, pedal to the metal radio show at gmail.com. That's another place you can get to me. Uh, so this band coming all the way from Norway Lars, thank you, Lars, for contacting me uh, via that email. He sent me a request. I listened to the band, thought they were fantastic, right? One and a Half Dog is the name of the band. And this is a band that hates being generalized into genres or subgenres, whatever the case may be. And I get it because sometimes being pigeonholed into a genre can be a pain in the ass, especially when you try to branch out. A lot of people, like, if they label you a thrash metal band, you know, God forbid you you decide to do an album with a symphony or, you know, God forbid you decide to go a little more mainstream because you want to cash in on your popularity. I mean, I get it, you know. Uh, But, again, sometimes it's not a bad thing. I mean, you know what I mean? Some people just need a way to identify bands. And if there was a genre... That one and a half dog would identify with. It would probably be the rising movement called the new wave of classic rock, which sounds very interesting. This band kicks ass. You need to check them out. You can check them out on facebook.com forward slash official one and a half dog. Spell it out. One and a half dog. You can also follow them on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash one and a half dog one the number one right at the end not the word one the number one right at the end again twitter.com forward slash one and a half dog one that is the place you can go to check out one and a half dog and i've got their single fire in the hole and here it is right now on pedal to the metal radio the podcast
right, welcome back, everybody. Once again, one and a half dog right there. Fire in the hole. Again, check them out. Facebook.com forward slash official one and a half dog. Twitter.com forward slash one and a half dog numero uno, number one. Uh, so again, this is a very, very different episode this week. And uh, I kind of want to ease you guys into it. But before we do, before we get into the treasure chest, that is all the interviews that I am I am such a hard critic of myself that sometimes I, I feel it's cringeworthy. Uh, but nonetheless, we're going to play it. Why not? We'll play some of them. Uh, anyways, before we get into that, let's hear a word from our sponsor. All right, so like I promised, we're going to dive into the treasure chest. Now, back in 2010... I had the opportunity, uh, thanks to a lot of hard work and a lot of perseverance, I got to do, I got granted interview access at the, I'm trying to remember if it was called the Xfinity Center or the Comcast Center at the time. So whatever the name may be, it was the Comcast Center uh, in Mansfield, Mass. So I was granted access to the 2010 Warp Tour. Now, out of all the artists, uh, the only one I really wanted to interview was Whitechapel, and I never got a chance to. The director was a little, I think he was kind of, he felt a little out of place, and I don't i don't think he wanted to wait the whole entire day just to meet, you know, just for me to interview this one band that I wanted to. So I kind of made compromises, and I interviewed, I had a list, uh, Imure was one of them. Um, I won't play that. Uh, the other one was, so it was I Set to Kill, Suicide Silence, and Dillinger Escape Plan, and Amura was the fourth one, um, but I never got to air the, the, the Amura one, because that was a disaster, and I asked Frankie, um, a question that kind of pissed him off, and I, re- I realize it now, I, I was trying to, I don't know if I was trying to be TMZ and MTV at the same time, but maybe that's what I was doing. I just thought, you know, any kind of gossip is good gossip, I guess. And apparently he didn't appreciate it. Uh, So that interview never aired. Uh, It has aired, actually, at the local Access Channel as part of my 10-year anniversary special. Uh, But unfortunately, it's never seen the light of day on the Internet, much like the Mark Kendall of Great White interview. Never saw the light of day after it initially aired. Um so anyways, so I got to interview these bands and I didn't really know a lot. I wasn't really into the underground scene at the time. I just wanted, you know, I just wanted access. I wanted to finally be able to say, oh man, look at, you know, I've interviewed bands and this is what I've done. And some of them are a little cringeworthy. It was my first time, so I was super nervous. Um, I will say every single one of them was nice. I really felt like I kind of screwed up the Dillinger escape plan one, even though, I mean, it was, it was kind of a dumb question, but I mean, they answered it as best as they could. So they were very gracious. And I thank those guys for that. I would love a second chance to interview any one of them, any one of them that were there. I would love to have that chance once again. Um, so Dillinger escape plan, if you're listening, you know, grant me a second chance. I'll make it up. Uh, any one of the guys, Ben, who cares? I don't, doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I did that. 
and you know it was, you know for a first time it wasn't bad now you have to remember these interviews are short because i was thinking in terms of of television right we're playing music videos and there's only so much time allowed for me to interview bands so a lot of the interviews are short they're like three minutes whatever it may be um so you know that's the only thing i can say you know they're very short and um yeah let's uh let's get into it let's uh Let's go back in time. Let's get into the time machine because it's the 20th episode of the podcast. And let's check out I Sit to Kill, Suicide Silence, and the Dillager Escape Plan. What's up, everybody? I'm here with I Sit to Kill. What's going on? All right. So the first question I want to ask you guys, Broken Frames is the new record. How would you guys describe the overall concept of the record? Well, the first song we wrote was actually Broken Frames, and um, we didn't start out with a concept, but like as I started writing more and more, every song seemed to be about like just um, like memories I, tw- I want to forget and just bad memories, I guess. So that's, I guess the concept is just uh, happened. So that was the thing I was going to ask, because I saw the comment, things I want to forget. So I wanted to... So you sort of explained it, but I was going to say, like, what did that really mean? Like, things um, I want to forget. There's, like, certain memories that I want to forget, like, with relationships, just bad relationships or um, fights I've gotten into with people or, like, my guitar teacher who um, committed suicide. Just stuff that happened in my life that made me who I am, but at the same time I wish um, they never happened. Now, how's you guys' experience been on the Warp Tour so far? Um, really awesome, and a lot. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's our first time doing the whole thing, so it's been really exciting. And our crowds have been really good, and we've been playing a lot of new songs. And kids have like been already know the songs, and they're responding and singing to the songs. So it's really cool. Yeah. All right. Um, now you guys done like this type of festival, would you ever do any of the others if they had asked? Oh, I think we'd, we'll do anything. <laughs> or is there like, or is there a festival you guys would want to do? Like, is there one? Hmm. The Mayhem? Australia. That's oh, the big day out. Yeah. Soundwave Festival. Soundwave. Soundwave, awesome. okay. Alright. Really awesome. Okay. How about Download? Like any, because a lot of legends have played Download. Oh, yeah, we actually heard about that while we were in Europe as well. We heard okay. about so you guys have already toured Europe. And yeah, we got, just got back after. So how was that for experience? Awesome. As far as, like, because I know, like, they say that the crowds in Europe go more crazy for, like, metal and stuff like that oh, yeah. than over here. Have you guys noticed really the difference from here to there? Yeah. I think people are really more excited just to, to be going to a show that an American band is Because we have it everywhere. It's really crazy too, cause like, there's all these people that don't even speak our language. We don't speak theirs, but they're like singing our words, and that's really, yeah. Now there've been other sibling combinations, like Van Halen, the Abbott Brothers. What do you, what do you guys want to go down as, like, as far as when people look back at I Sit to Kill? As far as like those other ones. Like, do would we mind being in that category of? Yeah. 
Um, no, I think there's been a lot of, I mean, even like underground bands that have sisters in them or brothers. Like every time I die, I think they have brothers in them. They're a great band. Tegan Sarah, Megan Dia. I think it's a it's a really good thing too because to have already a connection between those two people in the band makes the rest of the band stronger. Molding. Okay. All right. Well, you guys heard it here. I want to thank you guys for coming thank on. You. Let's check out the next video right here on the Monster Hour. All right. Welcome back, everybody. I'm here with Pierce the Veil. What is going on, guys? What's up, man? Nothing. So, how did the show go for you guys today? Uh, we played nice and early today. Surprisingly insane. Yeah, it was uh, normally, you know, when you play earlier, everyone's like, oh, you know, we get bummed out because the line's always super long and it takes a long time. But today was uh, Boston, man. They had it going on. We came up. It was like one of the biggest crowds. And it was, it was, it was, it was awesome. It was crazy. I kind of peeked around to see, like, how many kids were showing up because we literally played at 1130. Indoors were at 11. And there was, like, I don't know, maybe like 100 kids out there, like, kind of hanging, hanging out. And then by the time we went up, it was just past the soundboard. Like, yeah, it was, it was a big kids, like, kids just ready to go. Showed up. Is it kind of tough for you guys to like sort of play like morning shows as opposed to like you know in clubs and yeah, you know yeah. other venues you guys play like yeah. you know, at night? Especially with Vic with his voice because he sings like pretty super high, you know. So yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a, a, a tough situation. I mean, Warped Tour is random. You know, you don't know. You will find out at eight or nine o'clock in the morning what time you play every day. So it's 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 you know you hope you get a good time spot you know and, and you hope last night the, the night before wasn't a, an interesting night and for you know and 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 us last night we had a day, it was a day off from warp so we had a club show last night so it was a, it was a late night for us so got up got a got a little uh, we played first today and I'm like what actually, yeah. perfect I actually got woken up by uh, one of my best friends he just came back uh, on the tour he's drum teching for me and that was the first thing I heard him say. You guys play first. What's up, guys? You guys play first. And I was like, what? Really? Awesome. But it was great. It turned out awesome. I mean, I couldn't ask for a better show. So. Nice. Very nice. All right. Well, you guys heard it here from Pierce the Veil. Let's check out a video right here on the Monster. What is going on, people? I'm here with Mark from Suicide Silence. What is going on? Um, living life. Another day in paradise. All right. All right. <laughs> Okay, big question I have for you guys. You guys have already toured one of the big summer festival tours that we all know about, and you guys have done this one. Yeah. What are the major differences you've noticed between that one and this one? Well, one, the amount of people that are on the tour. Two, the kind of people that are on the tour. Three, the kind of people that show up to the shows. Um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, it's just an all-around different crowd, you know, different types of bands, uh, more of a more of a va like a variety of, you know, just a, you know, it's just like a, a not a clusterfuck, but you know, a, just tons of different styles. You know, I never would have thought I would come out of you know Warp Tour saying, "Oh my God, All American Rejects are one of my favorite bands right now." Like. Because they're just such a good, you, you, undeniably entertaining. You know what I mean? I think that's that's. It's like you know when it go going on tour. You know previously like on Mayhem with Slipknot and whatnot. I already knew who all those bands were. No one's gonna blow me out of the water because I've seen them all live before. So it's like here, it's like I don't know half the bands, and it's like I get surprised by bands. And you know I saw um, 
like that band Hey Monday is really good. And, um, yeah, I don't know, it's just totally it's different. It's more of a fun, it's a fun tour. It's not, it's not like I'm so metal tour. That you get on those big like Ozfest and Mayhems and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Like... Well, that was like my next question. What's it like being the metal band here? It's, it's cool. It feels like we, basically let's just say Motley Crue didn't become Motley Crue because they drank cherry coke. You know what I mean? So it's like on this tour, I don't know. We're used to raging. <laughs> we rage. We party. You know, we fucking smoke pot and drink a bottle of liquor or three a night or a morning. And you know, we party, so it's like we're just doing our regular thing, and people think it's like, whoa, you guys are crazy. Like, no, we're not. Like, <laughs> this is just what we do. Now, you guys have No Time to Bleed that's out right now, and then you have the Body Bag Edition. Okay, do you guys plan on anytime soon recording a new record? We already started recording. We started working on the. We basically started working on the third record as soon as the as soon as No Time to Bleed was done. But uh, yeah, I mean, the main thing that we got done was uh, that we rented a cabin in Big Bear, California. We were there for a month, and we basically just, you know, put everything on the table and got the ideas out, and uh, from there just figured out what we wanted to do and what we didn't want to do. And yeah, we've been working on it. There's a lot of there's a lot of new stuff already. All right, cool. Well, let's check out Suicide Silence video for Wake Up right here on the Monster Hour. All right, what's up, everybody? I'm here with Dillinger Escape Plan. What's going on, guys? Not so much. How are you? Not too bad. Now, I know you guys have done like other festivals, and you guys have toured with bands like Megadeth. The Warp Tour it seems sort of weird for you guys. I mean, uh, any like, how's the tour been going so far? For you it's guys? weird. I mean, for us, it's an opportunity to kind of get in front of some new audiences. Our fan base doesn't technically usually get up either before 11 or get out of work before 5. Yeah. So it's kind of a tough range for an older band that, that draws an older crowd. But it's been amazing to, to be part of something that's, um, you know, the Warped Tour always has its finger on the pulse of, like, the new bands that are going to do well and come out and do well and everything like that. It's great that they've asked a band like us to be a part of that because it means that they still feel we're relevant in doing something interesting even after all these years. Some of these bands were when we started very little kids you know what i mean like not even listening to music yet really um so to still be you know kicking it on this thing is it's pretty cool actually but we are definitely a little bit of an oddball out on this thing you know, but it's cool though i mean because i know you guys are used to headlining most of your shows i mean gonna say even though like we've done the Megadeth thing we've also done the AFI thing we've also you know we're not really like a we don't really pigeonhole ourselves yeah you guys don't pinpoint yourselves like to yeah. certain bands or certain genres just like putting ourselves and maybe even fans or potential fans in an uncomfortable situation is kind of like you know a challenge for us and and something that we and, it, and it's good too like you guys get newer fans like people are getting introduced to you guys yeah that was really the main reason why we wanted to do something like this is because you know um, you know we realized you know that we you know we've been around for a, for a long time and a lot of our fans have grown up you know and now it's time to get the next generation you know yeah keep the music going right yeah I mean because warp tour tends to have yeah I mean warp tour you know tends to get a younger crowd and you know we just gotta 
keep letting people know who we are, you know what I mean? Definitely. You guys have got a new album out too, right? Yeah. You guys want to describe the new album? It's called Option Paralysis. Um, you know, we never really go into an album with a with an like a real expectation or an idea of what it's going to be other than we just want to constantly push ourselves, push things farther, get better at doing what we do, become better songwriters. Um, so um, we're really happy with the record. Um, the title, Option Paralysis, refers to the idea that one would have so many options that they just don't know what's important. They don't pick anything. They just... And that's really what it kind of represents the state of the industry right now for us. We feel like there's so much sensory overload, so much information that people are absorbing all the time that nobody really knows what's important anymore. So that's something that we kind of focus on a lot, trying to be a band that people identify as being a, you know, an entity as opposed to just a song on a playlist. Now, since you guys mentioned the, the music industry, I've, I've heard other singers from other bands quote that the industry will eventually die and it's going to be all digital if it hasn't already you know i think even in the, like the last two weeks he was like the music industry has a matter of months not years and uh yeah i mean i i kind of agree that most people are kind of still marketing bands and still signing bands and all this stuff like with kind of an old paradigm you know and you know and these other bands that are coming up are you know the last group of bands that are kind of getting tricked into 360 deals and all this stuff it's like you know luckily we've been smart enough to avoid that and uh and we've never really been a band that really cashed in on record sales anyway you know we're all about like the real thing coming to the shows you know obviously record sales are important we want people to hear this stuff but more importantly i'd rather people hear it by any means and then come to the show and support with a t-shirt or anything like that you know now do you feel like the whole idea of, of releasing albums is going to change to just releasing them digitally? Yeah, or releasing singles or, you know... Like things like iTunes and... Yeah. I mean, obviously iTunes has become a major player and it was to, to, to the surprise of the industry. I mean, a lot of major labels had the opportunity to get involved with iTunes and kind of shunned it as like a joke. And they're obviously pretty sorry. I think that um, People are going to be open to a lot more different mediums of how to release music. People want their music in a lot of different ways. Digital is is the easy way, but nothing. Right. But the problem is, is that nothing easy or free is ever really important to anyone. I mean, when we had to work for our music as younger, you know, music listeners, it was way more important. We were way more into it and more excited for it to come out, and more excited to read it and listen to every nook and cranny of that record. So and just like the whole idea of the album cover, yeah, the album cover and lyrics, everything that went along with it, it's like right. I miss that dying. idea. So I think that there's going to be a handful of very special bands that keep that element going because they are more than just a song on a playlist. Like I said, they're an entity. They're 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 a lifestyle to these kids, and um, you know I think that's the goal for bands to just worry about being that, not worry about the industry, not worry about how this is going or that or going. Let other people figure that out. Just be really great best at what you do you keep putting things out and doing things that are important and challenging right, cool well you guys heard it here Dillager Escape Plan check them out go out to the stores buy a record peace out thank you alright again I wish I could get back uh, Dillinger Escape Plan Suicide Silence and even I Sit to Kill I would love to to re-interview every single one of those bands um, so that's going to do it for us this week. This is going to be a short episode. It's the 20th episode of the podcast. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. We will be back 
with episode 21. In episode 21, we've got a whole new slate of unsigned bands to promote. Thanks to the Metal Public House. Thanks to bands that reached out to me via email. Uh, and then we have a very, very special band you should know next week. So hopefully you guys will tune in. Again, follow me at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Eddie's Pedal to the Metal Radio Show. Twitter.com forward slash Eddie Monster 82. Instagram.com forward slash Pedal to the Metal Radio Show. Pedal to the Metal Radio Show blogspot.com. That is the blog that will give you all the links to all the episode to the episode wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, and again, if you're in a band, whether you're signed or unsigned, let's promote you. This is what it's all about. This is about promoting bands. Pedal to the metal radio show at gmail.com. Let's get it done. Let's get the music to be heard. Because that's what it's all about. And I will see you guys next week right here on Pedal to the Metal Radio Show. suggested that I write a song encouraging people to wear masks and so my daughter and I worked something up and, um, and here we go wear a mask it's not difficult it's a virus not a vote wear a mask don't be a joke we are not a traitor Joe's Take care of each other. Bye.